ออนไลน์พอดแคสต์
feeling about, oh my gosh, Paula Dean and uh, she you know, screwed up. Sort of like my, Mar- my Martha Stewart. Sort of like my Martha Stewart when she went to jail. Went to, when she went to prison for insider trading. I still like her. People forgot about it already, but uh, I I like I can sort of you know I I can separate that out. I I can like her personality and maybe not agreeing with what she's doing. So I don't feel bad for her though. It took me a a while, several days to think of through it and say, do you know? Do I feel bad for her? Uh, it it. it I don't really feel bad for her. You know, she's a public figure and she handled it badly and she did do those things that was accused of her. Uh, you know, she did say the N-word and she did, um, hand, you know, hiring, uh, I think, black men playing this uh, plantation theme party. All, all those are kind of insensitive. And uh, I think everybody's a little bit racist. Uh, <laughs> forget my reference. It's just how how insensitive and how severe it is. And I think she's a little bit kind of out of tune. Whether or not it's all her fault, whatever, you know, it doesn't matter. So I don't feel bad for her that she's losing uh, the contract of her book deals and all that. You know, I don't really feel bad for her. I don't really know her. But what I feel even worse is, and I tweeted about this, was uh, I felt that the fact that we the fact that we sort of paid too, so much attention uh, on her that we that we sort of kind of ignore or uh, overlook some of the the more important issues and those are the ones that I I I feel like should probably get a little bit more airtime, a little bit more attention paid, such as the uh Wendy Davis filibuster. I don't think that got enough attention paid and uh uh about women's rights in Texas, and I think, where is it, Wisconsin, that got, um, is it Wisconsin? I can't remember. I, I'm just Googling. And uh, I, I just find that that to be a little bit out of proportion, the attention paid on, on Paula Dean compared to the attention paid to uh, the women's reproductive rights. That's, of course, another can of worm, right? This has always been my stance, is we sometimes, or or I think the other side, pro-life people like to think that if you're not pro-life, you're pro-abortion, as if you are doing or women are getting an abortion just for fun, kind of like me going out and having a you know, slice of cake or something. Th- but that's obviously not true, right? If you're a woman, you know that that is not true. And you don't... Uh, that, 
who knows, there might be one person or two people out there who are like, oh my gosh, I'm just going to do recreational abortion. But I doubt it though. I really doubt it. So whatever it is, I feel like that is the right that should be made by the woman. And as a man, as a gay man who who's never have to deal with pregnancy, where you know, I don't really feel like I have a place to say anything but to voice my opinion that I support the women. They should have the final say. It is their body. And that's it, period. What do I view abortion? I view it as... A I view it, I personally view it as um, if it's avoidable, obviously good because there is a potential of life. And maybe because I grew up in a Catholic family that maybe I still have that instilled in me that uh, like the whole idea of when is life, all that, it really is, uh, well, it boils down to, it really not, it's not my place to talk about this, but do I feel if I have a choice of having an abortion, not having an abortion, if the woman's choice is not having an abortion, give birth to the baby and give up for adoption or whatever, I would be more prone to lean that side than somebody who wants to choose to abort the baby. However, or the embryo. However, it is really not my choice to make, really. And so... Is, isn't it her choice whether or not she feels that it's right for her whether or not it affects her health whether or not um, whether or not it is right for her whether or not she will continue to have the quality of life that she wants and she, or she chooses to that's her right and not mine to interject here so that I'm just going to leave it at that so that's your that's my opinion. I don't know why I'm sharing this with you, but I am. Of course, yesterday when I was recording Penang Hokkien, I looked at my breaking news um, tweet or the app that I have for our local news and learned about the the accident, the Asiana airline in San Francisco and two people killed and several people i think like under maybe 39 or 38 people severely injured and uh sort of miraculously people <clears throat> people are relatively okay and um, many people over 100 people unharmed and and uh s some most of them s suffered only minor injuries and so that that was kind of you know it's a bad tragedy but it's bad for the family of those two girls who got killed, the two 16-year-olds. But, you know, it could have been a lot worse. It definitely looked like it could have been a lot worse. And it's a 777, which is the exact same um, plane that I'll be taking. So that sort of, like, you know, hit me a little bit. That sometimes we take traveling and all those things a little bit, too much for granted. There's a, still a hint. It's still very safe to travel, obviously. This is the very first fatal um, accident by this model of, of the plane. 
Boeing 777. Uh, obviously, it's not going to stop me, but stop me from traveling. But uh, it, it, it does change a little bit of how I view it because I'm going to be going to Malaysia in several weeks, actually, uh, about a month and a half. Yeah, I'll be I'll be traveling in that very same model of plane. So yeah, that's no fun. And uh, and of course, followed by that, I think there's now maybe at this point that I know. Well, this morning when I read the news, three people dead in Canada over a uh, uh, another what is it a train. Accident, I believe. And then sometimes I thought, you know, when you, we, well, I do, you know, I follow Twitter, I follow breaking news on Twitter, I, subs I, I have this app on my phone for local news, and they would tweet out local news as well as major international news or, um, you know, like news in Egypt and Syria and all that. And when you get bombarded by digital, we get your technology all on your phone and on your iPad and on your i MacBook or in your laptop or whatever on the news on TV, sometimes it can be kind of dangerous. It kind of put it can potentially put you into a horrible mood, or how you view the world. Sometimes I don't know what to think of it, you know, like, oh my gosh, I won't even want to go out of, the, out of the house anymore because I'm afraid I'll get into a car wreck. I'm afraid I'll get shot by somebody. I'm afraid I'll be caught in the middle of a, of a police chase. Uh, my, the plane could crash. The train would cr could crash. Um, there were several, um, what is it, uh, Drowning cases here too because of the the water here, or people going to the lake and so forth. I don't know. It could be very easily becoming something that is uh, uh, turn ugly quickly. Could really toy with your with your mental health. But all those bad news aside, I did have a really good long weekend. Uh, Thursday was last Thursday was uh, July fourth was the uh, it was Independence Day, and it's my second as a U.S. citizen. Uh, did I do anything? What did I do? I actually my ne my niece came over and visited with me, and we I made burger. I uh, roasted some asparagus, and uh, it was delicious. Well, I actually I just had burger now too. I've becoming quite a griller now. I like to grill food because it's outside and I you know we can keep the house clean and cool. And I also like I don't know I I enjoy I enjoy grilling. I I enjoy grilling steak. I like grill grilling burger, vegetables, uh chicken. Bruce doesn't quite like chicken though. He doesn't quite like grilled chicken, especially if it has bones. He wants his meat sort of uh, deboned, easier to eat, easier to eat. I was sometimes when I see him struggle with his, you know, like chick a piece of chicken with bones in it. 
That makes me feel like, oh my gosh, let me do it for you. I just want to cut it all out. But uh, this morning I grilled, I marinated yesterday, marinated uh, several pieces of chicken, boneless, skinless chicken thighs, which is probably one of the most um, versatile cut of meat that you can buy. Boneless chicken, boneless, skinless chicken thighs. And I marinated it in, I don't know what it's called, this Korean chili sauce. Um, that I just happen to have at home. It's it's used for bibimbap. It's oh here it is. What's it called? Uh, it is called. Oh, the brand is the same brand. Even it's called Wang. <laughs> I'm not Korean, so I don't know what it is. But it's a flavorful, generally intense for non-Koreans. Okay, what is it called? It's used in many, it's just Korean soybean paste with chili. No, is it soybean paste? Oh, okay, I'm saying, oh, I'm saying sweet and sour Korean chili paste sauce. That's what I made. Oh, there's soy sauce. I didn't put soy sauce. I should have. Korean red chili paste. Gochujang. Yeah, yes, gochujang. Gochujang is the Korean red chili paste, which is what I use. Super fine sugar or honey, rice or apple cider vinegar, which I use rice vinegar, soy sauce, roasted sesame oil, and sesame seed. Yeah, that's exactly what I made. And uh, it was delicious. And I made enough to put into this small, uh, medium-sized jar, or a small jar, I guess, small jar of uh, old salsa jar. So it looks exactly like salsa. I was warning Bruce that don't uh, mistreat that as salsa. What is it called now? Dojujang? Dojujang? Do, do, gochujang. Gochujang. Okay. Gochujang. Gochujang. That's what I made. It was delicious. I have a picture on Twitter. You follow me on Twitter. I like for you to follow me on Twitter. I don't know um, how many of you still listen, but if you haven't already followed me, please follow me on Twitter. Because I'm going to be tweeting a bunch of photos from Malaysia. You know that, right? Exactly. Ah. We're going through... Uh, we're going through... What is it called? Refinancing right now. And uh, it is no fun. Let me tell you. I'd rather not have to deal with money at all, but... But it would be very wrong because Susie Oman says that's wrong. <laughs> but I would rather not have to think about money or deal with financial stuff because that's, that's not really my nature. But I have to do it because Bruce isn't as well. So somebody has got to do it. So, and I'm kind of a bit of a control freak anyway. So, yeah. But we're going through that. Hopefully, that's not going to be any problem. I, I probably should have, you know, if I knew better, things would be much better, right? If I knew, what the hell? Your bill cycle ends today. Open data, man, to update your usage. Okay, thank you. All right. Uh, I have this app that monitors my iPhone usage. So it just texted me. Well, not texted me, but the... the what is it called? The push notification. Uh, what was I saying earlier? 
Now I can't remember. Oh yeah, refinancing. So hopefully, hopefully we go. Oh, if I knew better, I probably would have started this process back in May or even June. Or preferably May, but I, I missed out, and I'm probably biting myself for having a much higher interest rate, but still lower than what I had before, what I had currently. So, yeah, I'm not going to dwell on that, but obviously I kind of beat myself up a little bit on that for a few seconds. But that's a lot of work, you know. You have to collect a lot of paperwork and do this and do that and shop for the best rate and. And find somebody that you can trust and you can work with. So it's a bit of a pain in the ass. If I don't have to deal with it, I probably wouldn't. But I have no choice. Another thing that another thing that I that's in my mind is I kind of want to get uh, either get Nick Thomas or have him up on my show or or me going over to his show. Because and I know. Those of you who may know who Nick Thomas is and who may have your form your own opinions on him, he has a sweet spot in my heart for some reason. You know, I have a very safe distance. I don't really know him. I just listen to him as a person、uh, recording a podcast, so I don't really know him personally. But there's something sweet about him. There's something sad about him. There's something strange, weird. Um, interesting that is appealing to me. He, in many ways, are totally my opposite. And the things, but he, the the one thing that he is good at is he is very good. His podcast is so good is because he's so brutally honest. He just puts stuff out there. He doesn't care if people judge him. Um. And I have listened to him for so many years. I feel like you know I know him a little bit from the inside, and so I want to chat with him. I don't know if you're interested in listening to him. I may actually do a show on his show because he said that he had questions about、um, monogamy, questions about why or how it is that I'm so lucky to have found the first person that I'm that I dated. Back then, and still having that same person as my lover and as my my companion. So I have my opinion on that. So maybe I'll talk. Maybe I'll talk over at his show. I'm gonna have to send him an e- an email after the show after I recorded this show. But that's something that's in my mind. Oh, I've I've also been kind of guests appearing on omypod.net. Which is a podcast that I listened to. We became friends, and I still listen to the show. It's a fun、um, three gay guys, two Asians, one Thai, one Filipino, and a Caucasian guy, which is Peter,、uh, Peter Shuti, and、uh, PB, and a Pinoy boy. And the three of them just chat. They're usually tech heavy because they're, you know, gomo. They call themselves gomo, geeky homo. And、um, yes, so I was guest hosting, not guest hosting, was a guest on their show for the last two weeks. You can go over there and listen to 
there shows if I'm good enough, I'll put this on my put the link on uh, onlinepodcast.com if I'm not too lazy. So anyway, you hear the music. When I hit the music, that means it's time to wrap up. So I hope you come back next week if I do do a show. <laughs> But I come back or follow me in between shows at John Ong on Twitter, twitter.com/slash/johnong. You can also email me online at gmail.com. That's o n g l i n e at gmail.com. You can call me nine two zero iPhone one or send me a text. Okay, until next week. Don't forget to smile, bitches. Bye.